Shit, I forgot. Oh, I'm Reginald D. Hunter. And if you know anything, then you'll know to watch the podcast called Promoter Miles. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Suddenly everything seems to be falling down. What we got another my thoughts keep me spinning around. Shall we do this? Stand on. Here we go. It's Wednesday, and we're here again for episode number 38 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Kai. How are you doing? We're getting good at this. 38. It's funny age, 38, you know. You know you're in your late 30s, you're knocking 40, and you're still sort of clinging on to that bit of youth. Oh, yes. Uh, well, that was a very, very lively start, wasn't it? Yeah, thank you very much for this uh, uh, lovely beverage you've got you've given me in a comedy store london mug yeah because we know how much you love the comedy store pablo yes so i think in last week's pod or the one before i was recounting to you how i like to undermine uh, people at work by giving them cup uh, mugs with a scantily clad ladies on before they're about to go into a meeting and uh, you've given me a comedy store mug oh. just to uh just to put me in the mood Oh, I thought that you'd like that. Mm. I thought you'd love it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Comedy Store will not be featuring in this episode's uh, version of Comedy Shithousery. Um, oh, com- oh, oh, won't it? No, I'll save you're it for not gonna, time. You're not even going to give us a hint? No. All right. No. Okay. I'll give you the cup next week then and we can go through this again. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the aim of banging on about UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Who would have thought that 38 episodes of that would be in the ether? I, I like the way Tony does it. I like the uh, crap Colombian cartel leaders. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he gives it his all. And his, do you know? Do you know where he records? Uh, in the toilet. No, not not quite. He and this was all through the lockdowns when we were doing Twitch. He converted an airing cupboard because he lives in a flat. He converted an airing cupboard into a little studio, a little sound booth. Wow! And he records in there, and sometimes. When the family want to have a bath, <laughs> the heater heats up and he can't stay in there. Oh, so the, uh, the cylinder pipes. is still in there? <laughs> yeah, it must be, yeah. Wow, the glamour. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all soundproof and he had a green screen up and everything. Now he, he uses it to record all of his Sky stuff as well. I worked with a bloke once. He, uh, he, he was like a, a regional local DJ. And he properly had the voice for it. And he was supposed to be like a building manager of a retail park. And in, in the electric cupboard where, you know, all the sort of switches are and all the rest of it, it installed a load of egg boxes and a little mic stand and a load of... Yeah, so he's doing voiceover work in there. Love it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking of soundproofing some walls, but then I looked at the price of it. Yeah, just uh, just put up with the noise. Costs a fortune. Uh, and then I went to somewhere like, I think it was Pound Poundland, and they have those sort of um, spongy panels you can buy. Oh, really? And I was thinking of... Uh, yeah, they're they're meant for sort of floor for play playrooms and things. 
I thought, well, that might work. But then it'd just be a proper bodge job, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine sticking that all over the wall. Yeah, soundproofing. So, oh, should we tell us uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and we're going to have a week roundup in a moment. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Parking like a twat in London and Chad Gray. Seagull news. Opinion whores. Hellfire and damnation. Contrition. Yeah, so what have you been up to properly this week? Yeah, yeah. Well... Uh, last Saturday night, I went to the deepest, darkest North Norfolk for a 60th. And it was in um, a, a village hall in a place called Ling. Are you familiar with Ling? With a Y? No. Well, village halls have come on a bit now. Like, they use new building legs and new building techniques. So, consequently, they look like fucking police uh, stations. Oh, okay, right? yeah, cells. yeah. You know, I mean, when it was just hustling outside and talking to people before we went into the main bit, it felt like he was queuing up for an injection or something. It just had that feeling about it. But it was it was a really good do, really good do. We we all we all got suitably um, armoured and um, did a bit of karaoke. And uh, when I was doing karaoke, I had this mad lady who was uh, insisting that she sort of accompany me and be sort of like my groupie if you like you didn't want that did you i didn't want it at first you're a solo artist pablo then i embraced it i I embraced it i thought oh well she's she's having fun so so i put my arm around her and i carried on singing and uh it was all right and a little bit later on um i found out that this this lady was going around telling people that they had uh, nice auras she could read people's auras oh one of them yeah she was absolute batshit She's a bit drunk. I mean, she might not be completely like that when she's normal. I what don't was, know. What, did she read yours? Well, I asked her. I said, uh, can you read my aura? And she went, hmm. She said, you're very self-opinionated. I said, no, I'm not. She said, you are. You're very self-opinionated. I said, no, I'm not. And she she didn't get it. She didn't get it. Oh. And, and then she went on to say, watch out. Someone's out to get you. That's what she said. Did yeah, she? Yeah. yeah, I didn't think of any, anything of it at the time. Mate, but, you know. imagine being that person, just going around going, watch out. Imagine just walking up to someone in the street saying, watch out, someone's oh. out to get you, and yeah, then yeah. walking away into the distance. That's horrible. Mm. Yeah, it was What a, a horrible sp- woman. No, she was nice. Okay. She just, it, this, this is North Norfolk. This is where shit goes down. It's a bit like Royston Vasey. Have you ever watched that thing, The uh, League of Gentlemen? Yes. It's it's like that. Yeah, but with great power comes great responsibility. You don't want to know someone's out to get you, do you? Now I, you're paranoid. I sort of have a, a, a low level of paranoia all the time, and I think there's always a chance that somebody might be out to get you. Who do you think it is, Pablo? I don't know. Let me just have a drink of this, uh, yeah. th- this cup with comedy store written on it. <laughs> Anything in there that shouldn't be? No, no, so no. it's not me, Pablo. No, it's not you, Karen. But, but that's the sort of thing someone who's out to get you might say. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> very it? true, Karen, very true. Yeah, but anyway, it was a good night. Um, uh, yeah, and before that, uh, we, uh, the night before, I was with pa- Patreon Sai at your comedy, and that was very good. Oh, uh, on had a, had Friday. Top, had a top night, yeah. That was a good night. It was a good had weekend. A bit of everything, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I very much enjoyed it. Um uh, enjoyed the what's the first act called? The Andy head? White. Andy White. I'm you keep saying. calling him Peter. 
you keep calling him Peter White. Oh, yeah, Peter White was good. You kept calling him that. Uh, yeah. You know, so when I get something into my head, I can't There's help a it. wonderful Andy White from the from the Midlands. Yeah, no, he's very good, yeah. Wasn't I, he? I look out for yeah, him. Loved it. Loved yeah, loved it. Loved it. I haven't um, booked him for a few years, and, uh, yeah, probably like three years. And he really delivered... He was yeah, yeah. he was lots of people's favourite. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was good. I'd, 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 he did that thing what some comics do, where you, you you end up just going with the flow, with the laughter, and then you then you kind of forget where you are, and yeah. even while you're laughing, it's sort of a close to hypnotism when they get it right. Love it. Yeah, and he was doing um, that. So fair play. Man. And headlining. Yes, um, uh, J. 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 Whitehead. Yeah, that was a really special booking. When I look at what he's doing right now. Tonight, in fact, he's opening for Jim Jeffries in front of 5,000 people in Canada, in Hamilton. Wow. wow. Uh, and then he was doing 60-odd people in the White Horse in Chedgrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I had to pinch myself. Um, and he was good. I mean, he was definitely he was definitely a bit fragile from Edinburgh. Yeah. He definitely uh, enjoyed his last few nights in Edinburgh, that's for sure. And he came down and enjoyed a few more here. You know, he was here for three nights in the end. Wow. He came down on Thursday and he stayed Friday and Saturday. Did he, and did I took really? him to the station on Sunday afternoon. He got out for beer? Uh, no, we stayed in. A bit of Netflix, a little yeah. bit of booze. We had a yeah. takeaway. We went to the Raj. Well, we got Raj in. I think he'd probably had enough by the Sunday. Because if you imagine his lifestyle, yeah. he's been up in Edinburgh with that going on for a month. Uh, he lives in L.A., uh, he gigs all over and, he, and uh, all over America. Um, and when he's in London, he's probably partying as well. And so he came here and we had the dog and the birds and he was, he was very chilled doing, it, doing his social medias and stuff. And it was, it was very, I think he needed it, actually. Well, to be fair, London is an awful lot like Los Angeles. <laughs> it can be. I mean, we do say that often, don't we? In we, the, in we the, do. Yeah, yeah. We do. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I think um, I think he looked out the window and he missed home <laughs> for, <laughs> in all sorts of different ways. <laughs> did Did you have him tied to a radiator or something? <laughs> Hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> I was. It was just one of those things where the planets align. He was homeless on his way from Edinburgh to London, and I just happened to say, "Fancy a gig?" And yeah. uh, well, Sorted yep. out his accommodation. He managed to have accommodation yeah. for three nights. And yeah. so, yeah, there you go. Um, I've put Sundown Festival Pickup. That was on my week's agenda. All right. Have you been to Sundown Festival in... In a pickup. In a pickup. <laughs> no, no. I had to go and pick up my daughter from the Sundown Festival, which it was on at the showground in Norwich. Mm. And... It's a young person's festival, that. It's not, it certainly is. It's not like your... A very young person's festival. Yeah, it's not like your Glastonbury's or whatever, or your Reading's. And I... It really good, well organised. Loads of police around. The, the pickup car park flowed really nicely. Um, and I was... I had to wait because she was on the other side of the site and it took her ages. Anyway, um, uh, this was at about midnight. And all of these young'uns coming out... Of the festival, it had been a nice day. I think it had rained on the first night as they put their tents up, but they had an absolute blast. But, my God, some of the clothes that they were wearing. Or nearly wearing. Literally just wearing underwear with see-through lace trousers. And walking back, you know. And what were the girls wearing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was um, an eye-opener, I mm. would say. 
And I just, you know, and all I, all I was doing was stay on your phone because it's you just don't you don't want to be perving out your window of your car. <laughs> but they were everywhere. And then my daughter comes back to the car after walking through all the fields and everything to get there. What's she wearing? <laughs> same same outfit. <laughs> same sort of outfit. And I was like, my, what is this place? Yeah, that's yeah. what they've been wandering around this massive field in mm. for a weekend. Wow. Yeah, just their knickers, basically. <laughs> I took my daughter to that festival for a day about 10 years ago. Jessie J was one of oh, the yeah. She was a bit funny. I mean, my daughter was, she was to be fair, she was only about uh, 11 at the time. So we had a really nice day. It was nice to take your daughter to, someone to, to a, a gig. And uh, Jessie J came on and she came, she, she started lecturing everybody. I'm like, just be yourself. Don't care about anybody else. Be true to yourself. Just be yourself. And I'm, I'm there thinking like, go on, just sing a fucking song, will you? For fuck's sake. Yeah, we're not here to be preached at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't like yeah. it. We don't want any of that positive affirmation. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it, Jesse. Yep, so that was the Sundown Festival pickup. I was just, yeah, not not a place that I'd go. Were you? Did you go, did you say? Yeah, about 10 years ago. And, and it was properly rough. Well, hang on. It, That's not a place for grown-ups. Oh, five and daughter. She, she was about 11. I was quite obviously her dad. And and it was there. Uh, we stayed there. I was I was actually booked for the comedy tent there. <laughs> really? But the comedy tent fell through. And the tickets remained. I can't... So, so it was a free ticket. So it was, it was quite good. Looking at the crowd that were there, I can't see a comedy tent being a massive pull. No, it was a bad or, idea. Or I'd, having a decent... Decent, well-behaved crowd. I, th- I think it was pulled because there was no way of containing the sound. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, but they, yeah, the crowd wasn't well-behaved. I mean, at one point, somebody f- found an old dirty nappy and started flung it into the mosh pit. It was pretty bloody gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think my daughter's friends had their chairs stolen, their camping chairs stolen. Oh well, it got off light. Yeah, I think so. I don't think there was much trouble there though. Yeah, well, you can sort of tell it could kick off because it's youngsters drinking beer when they're not used to drinking it. They're all about sort of seventeen, eighteen. Ten age. pounds a pint. <sighs> yeah, but they're, they're, they're not. They're not there to drink beer, are they? They're there to do their ketamine and gurn at the stars. I don't know. I don't know. If it, does that go on nowadays? Pro- <laughs> probably. Uh, I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, all of them. I, no, I no. Know. My daughter was very well behaved, so she says. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I've just got to believe that. No, she's been all right actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but you'd be able to tell if there was more mood swings than normal after she came back. Well, I'm a pretty good, I've got a pretty good radar for that sort of thing. Yeah. Been there, done that. (laughs) 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 You've put said goodbye again. Yeah, another, a couple of weeks ago, I said said goodbye to an old friend and uh, just come from a... Uh, another funeral today. Oh, mate, that's a bit too yeah. many, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it was lovely. I, I mean, I won't bang on about it too much, but it was lo- it, lovely in so much as there was a, um, you know, it, the service was absolutely spot on. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Uh, um, one, one of our listeners was there, actually, and delivered a, um, a eulogy. Oh, I think that's the right word. Um, and was absolutely spot on. So uh, That's well, beautiful. Well done, Sean. Nice moody bit to start, mate. You brought, <laughs> keep the, yeah. Keep the mood up. I look forward to next week. <laughs> Got any more planned? Are there any more? I think I'll have a week off. <laughs> <laughs> and after funerals, we'll just have that little jingle there. Um, <laughs> let's.
Right, right, praise be. So I put Keir Starmer. Oh, you're going to praise Keir Starmer? Nope, not at all. Okay. But I've put that there because, um, you know the forthcoming stag do where we've all got looking like he's on the T-shirts? Well, there's a fellow there called oh, yeah, that's Darryl right. who, who's, who's got Keir Starmer on his T-shirt, right? This morning, right, watching Lorraine... And on the telly, because I was working from home, so I could watch it a little bit later. Well, Mrs. Pablo was watching Lorraine. They asked if anybody knew of any Keir Starmer lookalikes, because somebody needs one, because there's there's no Keir Starmer lookalikes. Mrs. Pablo sent in a picture of uh, Daryl, her cousin, and have a listen to this. Good luck to you. You know, earlier on, do you remember I was talking to Alison Jackson? She's the celebrity spoof photographer behind images like those. Now, she was searching, finding a bit of bother, finding a Keir Starmer lookalike. Well, we asked you for your help. Loads of you have got in touch. We picked two of the best. This is Daryl. And Daryl's been sent that in. His cousin sent that. Ah, yeah, I, I think that's pretty good. Um, Nathan? was sent in by his wife. Yes, gosh, Nathan, really good. And then Chris, that was sent in from his wife as well. Yeah. So, so that's uh, okay, so Daryl officially, according to, and it's been endorsed by Lorraine Kelly. Yeah, um, like two, they were sent loads of pictures of uh, people wanting to look like Keir Starmer. That was uh, two of the best. Is he so available they, for bookings? He is. I think I think he'll become his agent. I, th- I reckon his his T-shirt. For uh, with Keir Starmer on it for the for the stag do, well we were gonna put on it as seen on ITV's Lorraine show, and put available for bookings now from ilooklikeabender.com. Lovely. But then we then we fought against it because ilooklikeabender.com not very PC and it's a bit homophobic. So I wondered what you might what you might put on the t-shirt, Kai. What I might put on a t what on his t-shirt on his t-shirt, yeah. What as a as a um. A website? Well, we, any, anything. It, it, just to acknowledge the fact that he's been on Lorraine and he looks like Keir Starmer. And he's, uh, he's, he's no, but I like that. I don't think I look, look like a bender.com is bad. Do you not think so? No, no. And you think it's appropriate? Nonce-like. Because you've, mess, you've met him. Now, nonce, have I? Yeah, you have met him. Yeah, you met him down the white horse. You must know the guy who looked like really Keir Starmer. <laughs> oh, him? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Yes, all right. Uh, he, he also thinks he looks like Tony Hadley, so he thought um, maybe available for bookings now from wish it was TonyHadley.com. Tony Hardley? Yeah, Tony <laughs> Hardley, yeah, more like, yes. Am I right? <laughs> oh, speaking of non-PC, this is a good place to put it, Pablo. Yeah. I've got a gig coming up tomorrow in Beckles, and I've got... The outrageously funny Frank Sinatzi headlining. Mm. And I just checked in with the pub earlier saying, oh, we've uh, sold this many tickets uh, for whatever, um, you know, the chairs and things. And she said in her reply, uh, she said, OK, that's good. Just to put you in the loop of something, I've just received this. She sent me a message she's received. Mm. Thursday comedy. I would like to know why you are allowing 
some so-called entertainment on Thursday the 7th of September. A comedian called Frank Sinazzi, who dresses as Adolf Hitler and sings songs that are insulting to Jewish people, mocking their suffering, is performing. A simple web search will tell you how many complaints this awful act has received and there is certainly no place for it in our lovely town. I know that your comedy nights are successful and many people enjoy them, but I think you are scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's the same guy who did like the Auschwitz joke at um, Southwold Art Centre. Did you get a name? Yes. What's the name? Gene Steadman. Uh, no, it's not. Um, so I've received that, yeah. and I think um, I don't think Gene Stedman's our target demographic for that gig. Oh. Is a fair fair assessment. Uh, but I did say that um, uh, to get in touch with me, really. Uh, but if you do go on there, if you look for bad reviews of him, you might be able to find them. If I look, Frank Sinatra reviews nothing but good stuff from the press yeah, and yeah. kind of three, four stars in Edinburgh and all of that. Anyway, oh. that happened. Mm. Talking on the PC front. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually surprised I've not had more complaints, to be honest. It's not happened yet. No, but I've been putting it out on all the groups. Not one person has kind of put an angry face or said anything yeah. negative. And then you get that. Yeah. Oh, the life of a comedy promoter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promoter mouths thanks tony yeah so uh yeah we have we still we haven't had any extra patrons pablo you don't go on that site much do you You don't even go on the page to reply and talk to them do you i went on about 10 days ago and said hello to everyone oh i couldn't work out how to do it i didn't know that i was that and, and now I've got it saved, I'll go on there more often. So thanks, Patreons, you're still out there, you're still supporting us. We do love you, and we, we uh, yeah, we, we don't mind, do we? Yeah. We don't mind that we haven't got 25,000 or whatever, like that other guy, Have a Word podcast guy. Well, yeah, I, I remember, I think last time we ended up with a little flurry of Patreons. I compared to the, the fact that we do this every week, and you could get a Sunday newspaper at one point, and you don't have to get a Sunday newspaper anymore because you've got your phone, right? And we appear on your phone for nothing. But we do it every week. And we're better than, like, a broadsheet newspaper with a supplement. We're much better than that. We're better than the EDP, the Eastern Daily Press. Yeah, and if you look at that on the internet, it's just you get damage of the eyeballs just watching all the adverts pop about. It's just a nightmare. So with, with us, you can you can download us, listen to us, and... If you go on the uh, Patreon bit, you get extra love and you get more things happening. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to start a new Patreon. We said we would, didn't we? Sort out a new Patreon. A new Patreon episode. We should sort that out. Oh, we should? Yeah. Yeah, we're not yeah. serving them our way with, their, with what they want. Feed yeah. me, they say. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get another one in the bag. We've put our money in the meter. Now yeah. feed us. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery uh... okay yeah you've put the promoter and the weird middle bit yeah um there's a promoter who had a gig um and it has three sections mm-hmm. and in the middle section he had four open spots 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, three of them were all right, but one of them... Now, get this, right? And uh, one of them came on stage with some A4 paper, maybe two or three sheets of it, and began reading, reading jokes from the paper, about 30-odd jokes from this bit of paper that he'd taken off the internet (laughs) on a a pro bill. Um, And then he had five minutes, right? So the story goes. He had five minutes, and... The promoter told him he'd flash him at five if he was going over, and then that would be his time. So at five minutes, the promoter stood to the side of the act, flashing and waving at him, and the act continued for another three minutes, and even looked at the promoter about two or three times, and then got to the end of all of his jokes, said, oh, I haven't got any left, and then went. So if I was there, I I imagine my toes would be curling. And really sort of finding that bit of the show really difficult. I always think open spots are a little bit like Russian roulette, aren't they? Because what you want from an open spot is their best five minutes and them to enjoy the experience. But you know when you're putting on a, a an open spot that they've got more potential to go a bit awry than your pro acts. But not that much. He sent me a video. He but, sent me a video with people laughing. Thank God. Sent who a video? The promoter. He sent yeah. the promoter a video, yeah. uh, so I heard, um, with the audience laughing. I thought, well, yeah, that, that's what you want, a bit of laughter. Yeah. Um, but it was only a short little bit from the end of the set. Yeah, but if you're going to put one open spot on, you, you, you risk, you, you're playing a game of risk. If you put four on, you're quadrupling your well, chances of no, things I'm, going I'll be awry, honest, I, I'll be honest, I had the three that were all right, and this last one I'd offered... And he hadn't got back to me. And then he kind of got back to me and I thought, okay, let's add some value for money. That's what the promoter thought. Anyway. You don't ever need four open spots. No, no, I know. Get, I away, know get, get, get away with 10 minutes. Yeah, but... P- p- people like the time in the bar to sort of talk about w- stuff. Well, well, you want time in I the bar, yeah. Pablo. It was like you couldn't get a pint when you got out. It was closed. Um, you, know, you know when they say buy interval drinks? And they'll be waiting for you. Yeah, no, it's, it were, but I mean, no, it was um, it was an oversight on my part. Um, but you are right; there were too many, and never again. You've put like tramps on chips. Yeah, yeah. Let me just quickly take a drink out of this uh, comedy store mug there. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've got a venue in um in well, I've got. Got a couple of venues, but I've got a venue that I'm really working well with, really enjoying in Woodbridge, and a uh, and a meeting with with the nice lady who uh, looks after it over the old uh, internet with the team's call, and it became apparent that two different comedy promoters have have approached the venue to ask if they want comedy, knowing full well that I'm I'm there. Two different ones. Two different ones. Yeah. So, so uh, one of them I know of. Do you want me to top up your comedy store mug whilst you're chatting there? Because this could, could go on for a bit, couldn't it? This story. Uh, no, you're all right. That's, okay, that's fine. I've had me fill, but um, yeah. Who was the, the other one? The, the thing is with this this venue, um, nobody's put comedy on there before. They've never had it. It's in a school, mate. It's no. in a school. Yeah, nobody thought to do it. I went along and did it because I thought I needed to know where was. I needed 45 minutes away from Southwold so I can run me double up. 
and uh, basically drew a compass on a map and uh, started asking around different towns and whatever you on the social medias. And this came up, and uh, I messaged them, went along and visited them. And go, my God, what a beautiful place, really nice. It is, it's lovely. So I started putting on stuff there, first show, sold out, and then after that, they were approached by two separate comedy promoters. I know of one, the other one uh, from Nicole, she wasn't able to say because it, uh, the details were on another laptop, but she will get back to us. Tell you what, mate, I'll cut it out, but I hope it's not if it is. Yeah, well, I'll get a mention if it is. Well, yes, we'll we'll see, but um, we'll we'll see, we'll see who, who they are in the fullness of my time. My guess, my guess is it's That's some bloody bandits out there. But but anyway, yes, um, uh, really good meeting with the lady um, who's lovely, and um, we're going to enter into an exclusivity agreement. So I'll be excellent. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. I wouldn't go jumping in. With two feet into somebody else's yeah, venue, it's just not a done thing, is it? You know, and and then and expect so that, that people won't find out. Well, we know it goes on, and I suppose they think that they've got the weight to just knock you off the perch. But you do see the same runners and riders all over the place. But look, I, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, um, go too mental about it. No, and I think you've got, and this is what I said to you: you were probably fuming, weren't you? No, I was. <laughs> I, I was all right because I, I, I was just exasperated. I'm like, why would he do that? Yeah. Why would he literally go and sort of rob somebody else's livelihood? But at the end of the day, you've still got the gig. It's yeah. safe. It's yours. They yeah. tried. They failed. Move on. Yeah, they'll yeah. be more disappointed than you. Well, they should on. be. There'll be other promoters out there that they're doing it to. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Watch out, people. Yeah. There's a there's a rather um, strong brand of comedy looking for your big venues. Mm. Yeah, and if you if you're having some good nights out there, they're yep. going to be knocking at the door. They'll come and track you down. Yep, seems to be what's going on. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. You've put. Don't diss Norfolk. I have. Yeah, yeah. So um, Mrs. Pablo and I um, had a long drive on Saturday. I went to pick up some drawers from some second-hand furniture place in. Deepest, darkest Norfolk, somewhere near this. And that sort of led us all that round different bits of Norfolk, which, you know, I don't normally get around. And on, on the way back, we uh, wanted something to eat, so we, we just, just asked Google for places to eat on the way back. Ended up in a place called Brockdish. Um, and it was a pub called the King's Head, but it was, a, it was actually Italian food. Didn't know what to expect. I thought it being called the King's Head, I was probably going to end up with a beef Wellington or a lasagna or something. But it was actually sort of um, Italian food. And this place, Brockdish, just just off the A143, it's got its own little village. It's like a, a mini-sized Loddon. Um, it's got its own thing going on. There's this little place. The way, there's probably people in Brockdish who never leave Brockdish. It's that kind of place. When it went in there, and oh my God, the food was absolutely gorgeous. Oh. It's, it's only about a twenty-five minute drive from here, so if that, if that, and it was absolutely lovely. But it got me to thinking, Kai. There's lots of different little places in and around Norfolk and and environs which probably are worth a look. Like little, even this. I never, I never normally visit this, and you know, we we ended up in a couple of pubs in this, um, having a look for something to eat. Didn't find anything to eat there, but we did have a drink. 
and then we drove back through to uh, Rock Station on the way back. I think, I think, and I think it probably would make a really good holiday if you daisy chain a few sort of uh, inns where you stay upstairs. You you could have a really nice holiday, sort of just travelling from one village to the next, staying in stay, staying in the uh, in little hotels and little pubs and that. But isn't that and a normal a, holiday? <laughs> sure. Well, it's not, well you, normally you you would go far, wouldn't you? Doing it. You know? Oh, what you mean? Just stay local. Just stay local. Oh, I thought you meant just for anybody because to come here. There's, no, that, okay. there's yeah. so many little hidden gems in Norfolk that we don't bother going looking for because we're already here. Well, you so probably wouldn't need hotels necessarily. You could just go out every day and can drive. Back I'm sure again. people do. You're making well, it sound yeah. like you've just thought up a really good idea, but well, people no, do no, it all no. the time. It, I reckon people drive to Norfolk then do it. They don't start off in Norfolk, then do it. You don't think a lot of people from Norfolk go and explore as much as they should? No, no okay. one here. I mean, Brockdish, I've never heard of it. And that King's Head, um, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous food. Look at the name, Brockdosh. I, I, I wrote it down wrong. Oh. It's called Brockdish. <laughs> oh, dish. It's not, I, I haven't written down Brock. Did you spend a lot of Brockdosh? Was it? Yes, but I spent about 45 quid on a... On a meal for two. It's not That's bad, not bad. A drink, yeah. I just straight in for the start. Well, I hope there aren't people listening to this going, what? That's expensive. What? That's about right. 20 quid a head. What? 20... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really nicely cooked. Yeah. Honestly, it was, it was something nice. else. Okay. But we, yeah. haven't, we haven't had many Pablo food uh, food sections. I know, I've been... Uh, you haven't had many breakfasts at all. It's boring without breakfast, isn't I've, it, Pablo? I've been slimming world in it. You wouldn't recognise me, listeners. Honestly, I've... Uh, I'm, We're both trimming down. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. benefit, yeah. Yeah. You've got a little bit when you get to a certain age. Well, you know, I'll have a blowout every now and then, you know. Well, I said before, uh, it was the choice between losing a bit of weight or buying a load more new shirts and suits and things. So mm. I thought, well, I know the cheapest option out of the two. Mm. Uh, and yeah, yeah, when it you, works. When you when you see a Greg's, carry on walking. That's what I do. Seagull news. It's now time for Seagull news. Well, I didn't put anything. I thought you put something down for Seagull. Well, news. it looks like Pablo, your Seagull news has dried up. It's not. It's well, sadly po- the a... demise of the Seagull news. What a disappointment, Pablo! I thought this was going to run and run. Right Don't there. you dare go on the internet right now. You're going to read the Pam Ayres Seagull poem. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just a... If you are now going and going Seagull News and you're going to pick the first one, you know how that turns out. So here we go. In Croatia. This is Croatian <laughs> Seagull News. Right? You ready for this? So the headline is Seagull defecates on Plenkovic during speech. Right? So... Uh, Plenkovic is the uh, Prime Minister of, uh, where did I just say? Croatia. Croatia. September the 6th, 2023. A rather unfortunate event for the Prime Minister Andrev Plenkovic. As nature called for a seagull flying over his head whilst he was addressing a crowd. For the superstitious, a seagull, or indeed any other bird, dropping anchor on you is good luck while for others it means turning the washing machine on sooner than you'd like. Fortunately for Plenkovic, it was deemed to be the former. As he was was about to answer the question about the retail sector, a topic that's been dominating headlines for some time now, for less than positive reasons, something warm dripped down the Prime Minister's jacket. 
Yeah. Anyway, look, the Prime Minister was of uh, Croatia was shot on. So that is, you know, that's got everything, hasn't it? It's uh, it's got world politics. It's uh, it's got news about the retail sector, and it's got a seagull shitting on a prime minister. I mean, that's just, you know, it has everything and so much less. Yeah, that's brilliant. Oh, oh, update, update, update. Do you know the guy you? Um, yes, he had his suit dry cleaned, Pablo. No, 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 no. There's an update. Do you remember the guy who, 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 um, who wanked over a seagull? Yes, I wrote a poem about him. You did, yeah, yeah. So you'd, you'd be interested in this. Man jailed for p- performing sex act whilst kneeling over captured seagull. He's been banged up. David Lee, 40, told police that he believed the seagull was hurt and that he was searching for a vet's number. However, a police investigation revealed he was watching pornography during the incident. Magistrates handed him an immediate 24-week jail term and banned him, banned him from keeping animals for 10 years today. A, psychi- a psychiatric report found that he suffered from an unstable personality disorder, no shit, and was detached from reality, no shit. He was a, p- a pathological liar, who, <laughs> I don't want over seagulls, whose lies served no purpose, the court heard. Was the seagull a kitty wank? <laughs> That's really good. Oh, thank you. Badum tish. You like your own jokes, don't you? That is a good one. Did, did, when, a kitty wank. You don't know your seagulls, did, do you? I don't know. I know about kitty wank. Do you sit in on your sofa thinking up jokes and saying them out loud and then laughing at yourself? No, I don't. No, no. But I just thought it then and it came out into my mind. I thought, hmm, a man masturbating over a seagull. Seagull, kitty wake, wake, wank. Yeah. That's, how, that's it's not, not a massive leap, mate. Yeah, that's good, that. Yeah. 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 You're welcome. And we'll finish with this, Pablo. The seagull sits like all his creed, pink of leg and bony need, yellow eye prospecting hard for any tourist off his guard. Down below, a pleasant scene, a family by the sea washed clean with fish and chips upon their laps. Dad stands to take some family snaps, but before his lens a creature flies. Father can't believe his eyes. Enraged he bellows, oh my god, a seagull's had me battered cod. (laughs) A vile curse pollutes his lips. The bastards had me fish and chips. <laughs> On high, the bird, triumphant, sleek, smacks his vinegary beak. There, there, there we go. Classic Pam Ayres, right there. Love a bit of Pam. She looks like the lady who's one of the uh, directors at Norwich City Football. The, uh, Let's be having Delia. Yeah, she, she looks, does a bit. Looks like she's going to be. Let's be having you, Delia Smith. My name's Delia Smith. I used to be a telly chef. Did she? Yeah, Delia. She's got. Oh yeah, so I gave it up. Fuck Palmer's man. No, no, no. She, she was just a poet. Now I got a poem about spaghetti carbonara. That's how. Uh, that's what Delia used to do. Oh yeah, getting yeah. them mixed up now, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to opinion whores. Yeah, you've put 
Kayaversity, diversity. Yes. Pablo, I've been this week doing a lot of designing work mm-hmm. for new flyers and things like that. You shared these with, with me. And I thought it's, um, it's a difficult one, this, because I was looking, putting faces of comedians on my flyer. I put men, you know, a little selection of comedians uh, that have performed in Chedgrave and Beckles. And I thought I'd put kind of a range of comedians on there, put all my favourite ones down, only to find there were like six white males on it, right? And I thought, oh, I can't have that. I can't have that, can I? Really? That's what you said. You can, uh, well, I can, but it's not going to go down well, is it? What, with who? Well, with the other sort of comedians, maybe. It's all, all white blokes. Three of them had beards. Three of them were Canadian. They were all of a certain age. And I'm starting to think, oh, my bookings are all a bit similar, aren't they? There's a lot of white blokes that I book. Headliners, maybe. And then I thought, well, I think I'd need to... Um, I think I need to put a little bit of uh, of diversity on there. And so I started looking for female comedians I could put on there. So I I looked around. I could only sort of find about two. That you'd put on? uh, Out of about four that I've actually put on, yeah. And then I thought, oh, no, there's no no men of colour on there. And then I thought, oh, no, yeah, we've just had Andy White. I'll put Andy on there. Mm-hmm. Andy, Andy went on there and I thought well, now, now we're getting somewhere now I've only got sort of uh, I think I had five white males and then I, I put then I put two females I put Andy White mm-hmm. and then you said oh you haven't got any trans acts on there you better put Jenny on there Jenny Hart and I'm like yeah but who do I take off take off one of your white blokes I thought and then, I, then I'm thinking, yeah, but I, they're quite good. So I took off a couple of white blokes. Now I've got a trans act, Andy White, and I've got two female ones. Mm. Yeah. I, do, you want, do you want to know what I think about that? Yeah. I really couldn't give a flying fuck um, how people are represented on the poster. Well, it's... I, 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 honestly, and, and when I book... Um, and I think to, to to a large extent you are as well. And when you book acts, you don't really care as long as they're funny. Mm. And you know, in your heart, you're not being um, mis- you know misogynistic or racist or homophobic or whatever. Um, you're just booking funny. Yes, but and and you're trying to reduce the risk of your night going awry and increase the possibility of it going well. But it started making me question my own practice and whether I'm doing it, whether I'm doing it right, whether I should be trying harder. There's something wrong with me, isn't there? There is, but not that. Okay. Um, Well, I I, I don't think there is, unless unless you're admitting to something. No, I I, I, I've put plenty of uh, female headliners on. Um, Just off the top of my head, Tanya Lee Davis gigged for me about three or four times brilliant and canadian as well a lot of canadians yes yeah um sarah pasco um yeah so you're better you're better than me mate yeah well my my lineups don't look like that well my my don't always i mean predominantly they are men and i'd say what 60 70 percent white men but isn't that what the circuit is 
I mean, if that's what the circuit is, then you, you and you, you're picking the best, then you, you're going to end up with more white men. Yeah, aren't you? no, it started to concern me that when I looked at it, I just couldn't find the the diversity. It's it's a funny job though. If you think about it, driving around strange places at night, there's there's not a lot of women really that fancy that. And so even if they are really funny, you know what I mean. When I was talking to a really uh, well, not directly, I was talking to her agent, a, a really well-known um, uh, high-profile act, and it turned out what she was more worried about doing my gig was where she was going to stay, her being on her own for the night, being in the hands of strangers, effectively, in, in, like providing accommodation and whatnot. She she just felt a bit vulnerable. Yeah, think, think about it this way: you've just put up a JJ Whitehead head for a couple of nights down here. And that's helped you get him, and it's helped him out. Well, what female comedian is going to want to stay over for some bloke that she doesn't really know? No, but you'd get a hotel, perhaps, if they were, yeah. Um, yeah. Next month, I've got Adam Bloom and Mary Burke. Yeah. Tomorrow, I've got Frank Sinatzi and Pam Ford. So, I mean, those that's better. Yes. That's an improvement. Can I just say about Adam? I, I don't mm. know if I've said that before, but I don't think I've quite forgiven him for this. I I booked him. I think you might help me with the booking. Did you? I can't remember. But I booked, or you might suggested that I book Adam. And I booked Adam for Double Up, and I met him at Southwold. And I was wearing a T-shirt, and I've got a picture of Rigsby from Rising Damp on the T-shirt. <laughs> and he came over to me, shook me hand, and he went, oh, you've got a picture of yourself on the T-shirt. I'm like, fuck off, that's Rigsby. <laughs> he actually thought I was Rigsby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> so every time, you mention, every time I see his face, I mean, that's the bastard I thought I was bloody Rigsby. That's brilliant. Yeah, you you would have said it to me if I wore a T-shirt with, I don't know, who? Rick Astley. Rick Astley. <laughs> Keith Lemon. <laughs> yeah, you'd have said it to me. Oh, you've got a T-shirt with your face on it. Ronald McDonald. He was probably breaking the ice. <laughs> um, yeah, but going back to it, though, mate, yeah, diversity, kiversity. I had really struggled... And it made me realise, and I've noticed it in the past, I once had my website with like acts that have performed here, and when I looked at it, it was, yeah, 90% um, was uh, white blokes. And it's, yeah, I was um, just a bit uh, worried with myself, really, I think. It was like unintentional, but I'm just looking at it thinking, am I trying hard enough? Do you have to consciously do that nowadays? I I don't, but... I, I did consciously do it once um not long since starting off i was just getting to the, the, i just started booking pro acts and i went onto the website comedy collective which is now just for bookings but it used to be for discussions about comedy and it was a pretty toxic place but um reasonably new in, into professional comedy promoting and i put on there is there any good female headliner acts that i ought to be looking out for and um, I actually had one female who has since blocked message inbox me and said, um, "What's all that circus about?" Like, because I was trying, mm. and so yeah. she straight away she was like, "Well, you obviously up to something." I'm like, "What started off as a good intention, I ended up sort of getting, you know, you can't do right for wrong." Yeah, there is a potential to get a reputation for not booking female acts. Yeah, I suppose, and, and, and if your posters are going on the internet and that gets around, I mean, in London and Chadgrave and Beckles, I don't think anybody's going to care. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> they care more if you're book, booking a, a, a Hitler impersonator, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I had a an, an application for a gig 
from a guy that presented himself as a straight-acting queer guy. Oh, right, right. Just in case you wonder whether he's going to come on and mince around. Hiya! Uh-huh. Hiya, <laughs> <laughs> everyone! I'll be well! <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> what? what? What's wrong with that? <laughs> so we were saying last week about we, what we can't do voices. You can do. Yeah. Oh, we can't do them anymore. I'm not sure you can mince, can you? I mean, you can't even say mince. I don't think that's a thing. So, all right. We've got to be more respectful. We've got to get with the page. <laughs> just just put some bloody gay people and some people of colour on your posters. and have Yes, fun. I've got one coming. He's gay, <laughs> he's gay and he's black. <laughs> he's gay and he's black. Tick! Hellfire and Damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Thank you, Diane Abbott. Uh, Yes, I've put... Yeah, it's a very put... quick one. We talked about it. Open spots that send a decent clip, then turn up and read internet jokes out, run over and repeatedly ignore me flashing them until they run out of jokes. <laughs> Get in the fucking bin. <laughs> <laughs> and you've put, are you really starting something? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know when you're having one of those days? Well, yesterday I had one of those days. Um, got up. Get, get got ready to go to work nice and early lovely sunny day get in the car goes to start the car car didn't start I'll open the boot wiggle the wires around a little bit as uh, it has happened before and that sorted it out and uh, yeah did it again <sighs> nothing happened went back and forth to the house I thought give the car a little bit of a shake about yeah, it wasn't having it so I phoned a breakdown recovery um Took took the car to a nearest garage. Went off to work. Got a what's got a voicemail on the way way back. We sorted your car out. Come and get it. Um, new starter motor. Oh yeah, you yeah. need that, don't you, to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I thought I, I bought a new starter motor before for about seventy quid. Um, with a bit, of, you know, we'd fit in hundred and ten something like that. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, they're generally not expensive. I got in. <laughs> the guy's going. Uh, yeah, it was a bit, bit of bullying. The old, uh, the old starter motor. I said, oh, okay, yeah, 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 bit, bit of a bullying. Uh, anyway, that's a uh, three hundred and eighty pound. Ooh. And I was like, and it didn't register. I filled it out, and I thought, hundred and eighty pound, bit steep. Wow, well, I'll just got to take it on the chin. Then I'm looking at the figures and going, that says three hundred and eighty. That says three hundred and eighty. Ouch. And I'm thinking to myself. How the fuck can that be 380? And it's like everything just went all really cloudy and distant. I could hear him talking. And it was like I was having an out-of-body experience. And and it was only listening back. I could hear him say things like, uh, yeah, 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 I rang around my usable suppliers and uh, they, 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 they had some cheaper ones, but, like, they wouldn't last you two minutes. Wouldn't last you two minutes. And, you, you know, you can't guarantee them for more than six months. It'd be no good. I've got an eight-year-old eight fucking car, Kai. Did you want the cheaper one? You did, didn't you? I wanted the choice. Oh, yeah, choice. you haven't been given a choice. He yet. hadn't rang me up and said, yeah, there's a cheap one here. Mm. Might not, it might only last you a year or two. I could not give a fuck. I'd probably sell the car. And uh, he's put one in. I've had I've had the engine out. 
for less than 300, 380 yeah. quid. I don't know what the fuck he was on about. I, anyway, I reserve my judgment. It might be the case that the particular type of car I've got, um, it, it's, it's a Mondeo. It's a diesel Mondeo. It's a particular type of diesel Mondeo. There are different versions. It might just be that uh, the best thing to do is what he did. So I reserved judgment. Um, afterwards, I went for a run. And when I left, did you ever see that episode of Father Ted where Bishop Brennan gets kicked up the ass and he just couldn't speak? <laughs> right? I was like that. And it was like, you know, being wheeled around the place and I was like just in, in, in a zone on my own. And, you know, and he's about to meet the Pope and he goes, he did kick me up the ass. Well, it was a bit like that. It was a bit like that. And I think, I, f- I feel like I've been rogered up the ass. Honestly, 380 quid for a fucking starter motor. How do you know how that feels, Pablo? Just, well, what's your reference I point tell you for what, being rogered up the arse? Give me 380 quid and <laughs> say goodbye to it. Tell me how you think that feels. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. 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 I imagine that would feel like being dry bond. And this was a garage I recommended to you, wasn't it? It fucking was. It was a garage that you recommended to me. I'm sorry about that. He could have rang me up and said, yeah. it's this much. Um, I could put a cheap one, it might not last. We didn't. You could have said, can you tell me how much it costs Look, before I'll, you do it? That's always my gam. That's always my opening. Look, I've always done that. Uh, I did do it this time. I kind of thought, this is a decent blog. You had been told by you. And, and actually, a lot of people I'd on Facebook it. sort of say, he's all right yeah, and all yeah, of that. He is. Right. But the first thing you do before you spend 380 quid, I mean, look... It, I'm I'm sort of good yeah, for it. Not getting there have been times choice. in my life where I've not been fucking good for it, mm. and it could have been it could have meant the difference between eating and not eating, or at least going on a holiday or not going on a holiday. Mm. Now it just felt like a complete kick in the bollocks, which you know it's only figures in a bank account and move on and yeah, uh, you know. But but it feels it does it's just not sitting with me right. Mm. Three hundred and eighty quid for a starter motor. No, I, mean, I would I would yeah. Anyway. I, mean, I mean, I'll get back in touch with him and I'll say, so okay, I've just been thinking about it. I've been talking to a few people. C- can you check that? 380 quid? Because I looked up uh, starter motors for Mondeos and I had to scroll through four pages of ones that cost 70 quid before I got to one that was 80 quid. What's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you've gone, he's either gone and picked the 150, well, no, it wouldn't even be that, would it? No, there's normally like a sixty forty, like I'm, parts I'm, and labour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm sorry, Pablo. Um, okay, well, I won't recommend him to you again. Well, I'll say go to the one on the north side of town, um, Maltec. They're all right. Don't go to the other one. That's what I'd say. See, this is where we are very different. My mm. experience with him was the same mm. as you've had with him. Better the devil you know, I guess. I'll come back and say sorry if I get, get to the bottom of it and it all makes sense, but 380 quid for start and motor. Not on this universe. I've put top fan badges on Facebook. They can go. What is the point? Have you ever had a top fan badge? Yeah, I think yeah. I have, yeah. Right, the reason I'm putting it in now, I mean, I've had them in the past, um, but so JJ Whitehead is posted on his story that he's at the airport, and all I did was I liked it. I just put all the best, yeah, yeah, moved on. And that's the first time I've communicated with him. 
And now I'm a top fan, apparently. He's, he's made you a top fan then, has he? No, it just does it automatically. No, it doesn't. He was on a plane. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. It does do it automatically, doesn't it? No, you can you can pick top fans. Oh, I'll take that out then. <laughs> <laughs> let's plug our gigs, Pablo. Yeah, let's do that. October um, the 5th and 6th, I've got Adam Bloom, Mary Burke, Tim Cole in Beckles and Chedgrave. Oh, in November, I've got uh, 2nd and 3rd, Eddie Brimson, and I've got Christian Steele as well. That's uh, going to be fun. You going to come to that? Come and have a pint. There's every chance I will get to that. Um, Eddie's staying on the Thursday night, and I think Christian will probably stay here on the Friday. So I'll have a few drinks. Uh, I'll be getting married on the Saturday. Ooh. <laughs> so there you go. I'll, I'll be in Norwich on the Friday. Is that when we're supposed to be coming to the uh, to the thing after? On the Saturday? The reception, yeah. Yeah, well, on the 4th. 5th. Oh, it's the 4th, yeah. The 4th. Well, you nearly forgot then, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Right there. Okay. Oh, um, what have you got on the September? Come and see Troy Hawk on the 29th of September, where you can also see Pat Monaghan and Terry Alderton. It's going to be fantastic. Rich. Lovely. When I look at that lineup, I think, well, that goes to show how our gigs are different. It's your gig there is like my gig, and then some, isn't it? I, I my sort of gigs might have a Terry and a Pat, but you go that extra step and put a Troy on top. Well. Contrition. This oh, yes. is the bit where we apologise. Yes. You've put Benidorm Downhill Bike Ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> this is your WhatsApp group, is it? It's the WhatsApp group. Last week, uh, um, it became apparent that, well, you you, you, put, you spooked me, Kai, because you uh, basically booked a, put a deposit on a downhill bike ride in Benidorm. With your Sum Up app. With a Sum Up app, which I didn't have. On an Apple Pay account, which I don't have, yeah. with a MasterCard that I don't have. Had scam I, written all over it. Had scam written all over it. Can work it out. And I was writing to them, and uh, I've been on the phone to sum up. was on the phone to fucking sum it up for hours. It the last few minutes of the pod, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. you couldn't stop I, thinking about I it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Anyway, do you know what happened? Um, I, I basically copy and pasted the first email that I got from the Benidorm Downhill Bike Ride Company, put it on the WhatsApp group, um, a mate of mine from Manchester scan read it, saw the words deposit, saw the link for the sum up app, and he thought, oh, deposit, I've got a sum up app, clicked on it, paid the deposit, I got the fucking receipt. So he's actually paid it. So afterwards, it was like, <laughs> oh no, I paid that. I said, oh, can I? Well, on the one hand, cheers. On the other hand, I've been on the phone to fucking sum up for hours. I see. I thought I'd been scammed. Your mate paid and you got a receipt for something you haven't paid. Yes. <laughs> mate, I'd love yeah, it yeah. when it, I love it with a happy ending like that. Yeah, it was a happy ending. Um, I all but accused the Benidorm downhill bike ride of, uh, yeah. of, of, of scamming me. I, I sent him a message said, look, I've got to be, I've got to be straight, guys. Um, I've got a receipt. I haven't got a Apple Pay. I, have, I haven't got MasterCard. I'm just not confident that this ride's going to happen, is it? And they sent me this big email back saying we're the most uh, reputable company. We're on TripAdvisor. We've got five stars and all the rest of it. And I'm thinking, oh, how are you? How are you? <laughs> you try scamming. to get me to download some app or something. <laughs> you go, you know. And, so, and, and I said, can I pay in cash on the day? I'm thinking, yeah. That, what I even I even went to the trouble right of writing to them again on a separate email account. You know the Fred Sheeran one where yeah. they do all my reviews. I, I, I wrote to them on that account, and I. I asked them, 
uh, what's the maximum amount they can have in any one day? And they said about 22. And I'd booked at least eight for the Saturday. So I booked for the Friday. Uh, well, I, I inquired about the Friday, and the, and they, they just said, yes, that's fine. And then I thought, right, sideways, Swoopy, I say, is it possible that the 22 of us could do the Saturday, thinking if they say yes, I've got them then. I've got <laughs> you, them. you so and overthunk this, didn't yeah, you? <laughs> it's your fault. You, told, you told me it was a scam. And, and, I thought, and I thought, oh. Uh, you can't have that many. Well, just... and, and they came back and said, no, I already got somebody booked in that day. And, I, mm-hmm. yeah. and the thing is, the website is absolutely immaculate. They're on TripAdvisor. You, you, you go on TripAdvisor and it diverts from there. You, 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 you um, Google Benidorm bike ride scam. If it was a scam, surely something would yeah. come up. And it didn't. I thought, this is a fucking good scam. If this it's, is a scam, it, it's fucking brilliant. You were and convinced. It, I, I was, and it was your mate had paid for I was, it. I would say I was about 70% convinced. I was getting that way. And then, then my mate sort of sent me, he said, oh, look, I've got a receipt. How many so minutes? He'd, he'd actually sent me that receipt. And I saw it on, do you know on WhatsApp? And you, you see it when you scrolling through. I thought it was, he was showing me what I'd sent him. But he'd sent it to me and he just didn't register. How much but, time did you spend doing uh, this? Too much. Too much. It did it, did yeah. it take up a lot of brain space? It did, yeah. And was that just my fault for saying scam? If I hadn't said scam, you'd still been worried, wouldn't you? I probably wouldn't have been as worried. I, I kind of thought... <laughs> you're being... Oh, is the when I said you're yeah. being robbed as we speak. Yeah. Maybe I, that probably... <laughs> and, and it probably amplified it a little bit because I knew that I was telling hundreds of people at the same time and I didn't want to look like that guy that's just been scammed. So oh. I started really worrying about it. Sorry, Benidorm. Downhill bike ride and sum up. Yeah. For putting you, potentially putting your name into disrepute. Not someone. They can fuck off. They haven't wrote back to me yet to tell me I've not been scammed. Well, let's draw this one to a close, Pablo. And that was short and sweet. And you've got um, Fat Fighters, haven't you? It's going to shoot off, otherwise they'll make me stay for all the clapping. Okay, well, let's say goodbye. Uh, that was episode 38, and I'll see you next time, Pablo. Cheers, Kai. Thank you, listeners, and especially the uh, uh, lovely Patreons. Bye-bye. 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 Suddenly everything seems to be falling down Well, we got another my thoughts keep me spinning around I look for the answers but solutions just can't be found I feel I gotta run, change myself, I change my town Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.